Well, boys, what are you going to sing? The squeezer was not any use. A lemon without any juice. Boo, 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 boo. She couldn't say boo to a goose. Hey, Frank, bring up some of those things, will you? Yes, yes. boy, I'm bringing them right now. Okay, everybody ready? Yes, sir. I'm Jacob. And I'm Annie. And you're listening to Boo to a Goose, a podcast about idioms, expressions, and slang. From across the pond. (laughs) If I sound higher energy, it's because we tested that intro a few times. (laughs) (laughs) With our new mic setup. Yeah, we're still getting used to it, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, very snazzy. Yeah, so we have another request today. Mm -hmm. This one comes from a friend of the pod, Jesse McGrath. Shout out to Jesse. Shout out to Jesse, my former roommate back in my Brooklyn days. Uh, the best dancer I've ever seen. What? In what context? We watch him all the time on the computer dancing. What? <laughs> Over the the um, Twitch, he does like uh, Just Dance. Oh, the Just Dance. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, I'm trying to remember what, what we visited. That is literally like... how I relate to him. Not okay. relate to him. That's what I think about That's when I think of him. You watch, you've watched more footage of him playing Just Dance, the video game, yeah. than you have spent time with him as a real person. Yeah. Okay, that it's makes sense. It's worrying how much of that you have on. Well, to, to initiate everyone who's, <laughs> who is definitely very, very confused, um, Jesse is a member of the Super Trash Brothers, which is a Twitch channel and uh, basically just club of people who like to play party games and drink. And uh, as a fundraiser... Um, Trash Bros did a Just Dance marathon where Jesse had to play the video game Just Dance, where you dance and it uses a camera and it follows you. He moves. was doing a literal marathon. Like yeah. he was dancing for hours. Hours and hours. And hours. Yeah. Non-stop, pretty much, apart from when he was selecting um, tunes. And he was raising money for Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, it was very cool. If Jesse sounds like a cool person, I realize that the first minute or so of this episode has already <laughs> been fully dominated by uh, plugging Jesse McGrath's various projects. Uh, he has a podcast called Jesse and Wilder's Guide to Life, um, where he and his friend Wilder uh, take ideas like weddings or small towns or uh, sources of power and they rate them on a one to three scale. And it's very amusing, and I listen to it all the time. And they they shout me out on that show a lot, so this is your shout-out. Yeah, and well done with the dancing. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Keep it it up. Check out the Trash Bros channel. uh, I wish I could have you on at all times in the background, like Jacob (laughs) does. Yeah, it's on a lot. So what (laughs) word did Jesse suggest for this episode? Gutted. Gutted. Yeah. Absolutely. You want to use proper British pronunciation. Say it again. Gutted. 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 I was gutted. So you, you almost skipped the T's. <laughs> yeah, he basically, Gu- basically did. Yeah, well, you guys miss out H's on, on words, so. All right, sure. Herb. What is that? Herb? Yeah. It's, uh, the, it's the curdle. Herb. Recipe, a combination of H- herbs herb. and spices. There were no herbs on my pizza. I was gutted. <laughs> so okay that that tells us a little bit about what gutted means mm-hmm. um uh could you use uh, so you just used it in a sentence yes i did very uh-huh. nice uh-huh. preempted me yeah um how would you define gutted um if we're going to define it purely in its british slang terms mm-hmm. um it just means extremely upset disappointed or unhappy okay yeah absolutely gutted often paired with the um word absolutely mm-hmm. definitely um yeah, absolutely the, gutted. The San Francisco Giants were knocked out of the playoffs. I was absolutely gutted. Yeah. yeah. I would appreciate it if you stopped doing the accent there. Absolutely gutted. <laughs> I don't know. When I say it, it's like gutted. 
<laughs> it sounds weird. Yeah, it sounds a bit like you're having a fit. I'm gutted. Mm. Gutted. I shouldn't do it, though. Absolutely gutted. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, but you used it correctly in a sentence like, um, Arsenal just lost the premiership. Yeah. I'm absolutely gutted. Would you say that it has a different sort of connotation or context than uh, other words that mean similar things? Like, uh, define it again for me, please. Run me through the... Um, extremely like upset, disappointed. It would kind of be like, oh, I'm absolutely devoted. Do you guys say devoted? No, we don't at all. But devoted is devastated. It's just short for yeah. devastated. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, devastated works, but it's like less formal. Sure. Like, I don't know. If somebody says they're absolutely devastated, you, you would like be like, oh, why was your puppy hit by a combine harvester? Oh, God. You know, like, <laughs> it would be intense. Whereas gutted is like... Oh, I'm gutted because I got my new suede shoes wet. You know? Sure, yeah. So we're thinking no, about like serious. puppy yeah. massacre in comparison to wet your, suede shoes. Your team loses. They they give yeah. you fries instead of onion rings. You wouldn't no, be wouldn't like, be. No, that's not hey, gutted. everybody, my good friend just died. I'm absolutely gutted. People would <laughs> be like, mm, <laughs> is that appropriate? <laughs> that's like, yeah, my, my, best, my puppy was hit by a combine harvester. I'm pretty bummed out. <laughs> No, you're sad. Exactly. Bumped out is like the American equivalent. I'd sure. Say. Like a mild, uh, uh, not, 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 well, not a mild, but like a less strenuous or taxing uh, devastation. I guess because it's just like, it's slang. So it's not like used as much in like really, really serious content, mm-hmm. concepts. Yeah. I guess, yeah, people don't use slang when it's like major. Slang is like fun. Yeah, it's got a little bit. It's soft around the edges. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, maybe people do say it and I'm wrong, but I would be very surprised if someone came in to tell me like some really serious heartbreaking news and they said they were gutted. Right. Like. News just broke that this famous person is feeling absolutely gutted at the death of everyone they know. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I'm trying to think. When I Googled it, though, you'd be surprised in how many headlines it is actually used in. Really? Yeah, like, it, although it's a slang term, it, it's, like, so widely used and it's such a part of our vocabulary mm-hmm. that it is used in, like, um, newspaper headlines. Well, are these, like, how reputable are these newspapers? Are they, like, tabloids? Well, tabloids, but also just, like, local press. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it's like the New York Post is always calling people bozos. Uh, and I feel like this bozo was absolutely gutted when they found out he was having an affair. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, I, yeah, I don't, I don't see it in the Wall Street Journal. I haven't seen it in the Wall Street Journal. Unless something gutted the Journal. economy. But also, Wall Street, hmm. fun fact, hmm. is in America. <laughs> We're talking about a British slang term, Wall Street, Jacob. Wall Street is, the Wall Street Journal is read worldwide as a... But you're surprised that there's no British slang in it? Okay, what's the, what's the London equivalent of the Wall Street Journal? What's the London equivalent of the big business newspaper? The Financial Times. Okay, great. They wouldn't use gutted in there, would they? No. Yeah, there we go. So much like stand still. Hmm. I, I had to really think off the top of my head there. I was yeah. like, don't not know the equivalent <laughs> in the UK. Come on, Annie, you got this. So and I found that piece of information. So can you think of a time in your life when you witnessed someone become absolutely gutted? Oh, you you want me to cool somebody out from getting absolutely gutted? Oh, um, I mean, like I've caused them to be gutted? Yeah, something a time when you saw someone get gutted because of like... I've seen kids be gutted. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Oh, like when you were teaching? Yeah. Okay. Do you have a story that I'm teeing up right now? <laughs> this is like every talk show segment gone wrong. We prepared a segment. We prepared something. And you're just like, how do I make this sound natural? We, we didn't, admittedly, we did no rehearsal for me. Because there's a story that I want you to tell that yeah, I like. You've been wanting me to tell this story for a while. And I wanted to come up organically. And I, I don't thought, know how it reflects on me, though. It, uh, look, it's funny. And okay. I, oh, my God. For anyone who doesn't know, I used to be a um, teacher of we're, secondary school. We're going to have to do, like, five that rehearsals next time. high school in America. So I was I was a high school teacher. It was a interesting period in my life. Right. Um, And at one point, I was working in an all-boys school which was interesting. I have a few stories from working in an all boys school. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, a fly flew in my, to my <laughs> mouth. Great. <laughs> <laughs> what were we saying? Oh yeah, I worked in a high I was, school. I was teeing up a story <laughs> for you to tell. <laughs> I worked in a high school. And um, anyway, so I was working with a group of kids. They were like 12. Um, and you know, like I wasn't the teacher. I was the teaching assistant at this point. It was before sure. I got my teaching certificate. So I was the person that was helping out all the special needs kids in the classroom. Um, and these kids kept like yelling at this other boy in the class. They kept saying, he has perps. He got the perps. You have perps. And I was like, stop it, guys. Stop saying that. And they were like, miss don't even know what it means. Miss don't even know what it means. He's got perps. <laughs> and I was like, peps, sorry. And I was like, what are they talking about? Pep, so Peps. P-E-P-S. P- yes. Okay. So I was like, I don't know what these guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being the avid researcher that I am, you guys know this because I do all the research for the podcast. Right. I was like, I'm going to go home. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to find out how insulting they're being to this kid. Are they being really mean or are they just, you know, like mild teasing? You know, I wanted to gauge the punishment before I like took it further. Right. So I looked on a faithful website called Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Super, definitely a reliable source. Yeah. Um, but the only, the one and only entry for peps mm-hmm. said that it meant pepperoni-sized nipples. Oh, God. The boys have gym together, and it's not unusual for kids to make fun of each other's body images. Sure. So I just thought that this kid had oh, no. exceptionally big-sized nipples. <laughs> what, I mean, if if that's... That's an awful thing to have. And I know that I would have teased a kid about that too. Yeah. So the <laughs> next time the next time they said it. Couple I, of silver dollar pancakes. I stopped the kids and I said, you know, we all have different bodies. And some people have bigger and smaller things than other people. And, you know, nipples come in lots of different shapes and sizes. <laughs> and there's not an unusual nipple to have. You know, <laughs> You haven't seen all the people in the world and what you deem as unusual because it's different to you isn't actually unusual. We need to be accepting of all nipples. Right. <laughs> I was fair, I I thought that, you know, if I just say it very matter of fact and I talk about nipples like it's not a weird or sure. gross thing. Everybody's got them. That, yeah, then the, the maybe they might walk away from that conversation and be like, oh, she's made it not fun anymore. Right. Oh, our teachers like overschooled us on it and now it's not funny anymore. Huh? Instead, what actually happened <laughs> was the kids all stared at me blankly and then some one of them said, Miss, you actually know what it means. And I said, yeah, peps means large 
nipples. Pepperoni-sized nipples. As if they're as big as pepperoni, <laughs> which isn't unusual. Put that boy on a pizza. <laughs> um, and then the kid said, no, miss, it just means that he has dandruff. <laughs> so you're in there yelling at these boys about their nipples. Yeah. And they're like, that's not what we're talking about. No. Implying that you knew something that they <laughs> did not. Well, I never heard them say peps anymore. <laughs> I think they were concerned that it might start to mean this thing. Right. Yeah. Um, so I learned two things in my teaching career from that moment. Um, one, one thing, just don't use Urban Dictionary. Don't use Urban Dictionary. Yeah, don't no. use Urban Dictionary. You go to the teacher's pet after class and you ask them what it means right you got your man on the inside yeah every every teacher has their man or gal on the inside there's a so we used to do this um on the cruise ships we used to do this game called liars club mm-hmm. where uh we would present a very esoteric word in the english language like fur fur or oh man i can't even think of um uh, uh, uh ac- like something very esoteric and we had a panel of three or four people that would each present a different definition only one of them was telling the truth and the people playing would have to vote they'd have a little packet of paper and right. they had to bring a piece of paper up to the, the person they thought was telling the truth um and when we were preparing for a game someone who was there uh a brazilian crew member um whose name I will not say, I'll just say that she was from Brazil, said, hey, everyone knows what a smudge is, right? Because, oh, we're doing the word scudge, hmm. um, which means to lie or conceal. Um, and she said, everyone knows what a smudge she had, she had to come up with her own fake definition. Um, everyone knows what a smudge is, right? And I'm like, yeah, we all know what a smudge is. And I was, I was thinking, like, you know, on your glasses or mm-hmm. something, you know? Um, so then she gets up during the show in front of guests and is, like, starts describing a smudge and... The way she's describing it as a smudge is something that occurs after intercourse. The bit that is the the like stuff that comes out of the of the man. Why why are you say why why is this on our podcast, Jacob Rubin? Because she did the research on Urban Dictionary, and that's what she thought a smudge oh, was. Oh, ew. Yeah. Oh. And I'm like, no, no, no. So then I had to, in front of guests in a show that's supposed to be, at most, PG-13, had to Someone get on the like mic. Someone like this one. Had to get on the mic. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> had to get on the mic and go, hey, everybody. <laughs> this isn't her first language. <laughs> uh, we're just having a good time here. Don't vote for her. And then. So whether you work with children or not, never... Use Urban Dictionary as a it. source. So gutted. Gutted. Does gutted have a I fun? was gutted when I used Urban Dictionary as a source and embarrassed myself in front of, in front of a bunch of 12-year-old boys. I was gutted when I had to take a bullet for my friend <laughs> in that game show context. Yeah. Uh, so does gutted have an interesting origin or backstory? Well, it's not as... Um, what's the word? Um, it's not as... I don't know. It's pretty obvious, I think. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's not as close. Like you feel it in your guts. Like you feel the sadness yeah, in Yeah, I mean, do you know what gutted means if, if not in British slang? Uh, like the verb to gut? To gut someone? Like a fish? Yeah. I mean, I, I know what gutting a fish is. I'm not sure. <laughs> is that where you want me? To- yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, gutted means, uh, like, if it's not in British slang terms, right. um... As a verb, it means to take out the intestines or other organs of a fish or other animal before cooking it, right? Right. But it also means, and I didn't think of this off the top of my head, but you'll know when I say it, to remove or destroy completely internal parts of a building or structure. 
As in oh, the yeah. fire gutted the factory. Sure, okay. Or I gutted a fish. So basically to have the insides be removed or destroyed. Somehow. Somehow. Yeah. yeah, so it, it holds a similar meaning. So basically, unclimactically, <laughs> um, it's kind of obvious where it comes from then. Right. In that uh, the, the word has changed in terms of its use, but it, it goes back to this um, idea of like, pain or like something being taken from you or a feeling of discomfort um i mean sometimes when you feel really really sad it feels like your insides are empty you know yeah i mean do you know the saying gut wrenching yeah totally that too exactly they're still there they're just moved around so gut wrenching is basically the same idea um Mm -hmm. it's like emotional anguish right um so gutted is kind of the british version of gut wrenching it just means that you know, it's like a pain in your gut, like, it's gut-wrenching. Sure. Yeah, I mean, and other people have made um, different claims to links. Um, someone also, so it's been linked, like I said, to gut-wrenching. It's also been linked to notions of being sick to one's guts. Mm-hmm. I'm sick to my gut of some, something, you know, also expressing some kind of emotional pain. Mm-hmm. Um, someone online even, I mean, I'm not sure how reliable a source this was. Just going to throw that out there. But even linked it to um, possible disembowelment as public ex- execution in Britain's history. Like when we would literally gut people. Yeah. And that's where the associ- association might have come from. I'm not so sure about that because I don't think it is, it's as common as, uh, you know, we see in uh, movies. Yeah. It wasn't carried out <laughs> that routinely. Um but yeah, I mean, it's pretty clear where it comes from. There's not really much argument on it. It's meaning, you know, in standard English and American English is that it's, you know, you're gutting a fish or you're taking out the insides or you're gutting a building and mm-hmm. you're destroying the insides. And over time, it's just got personified to mean like internally you're hurt. Your insides hurt. Your sure. emotions hurt. Everybody's got feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody got feelings. That's really the takeaway from this show. Everybody Aww. has feelings and don't use Urban Dictionary. And Jesse is a great dancer. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, all right, Jesse, this has been the episode that you requested. Now, do my idea for the next Jesse Wilder's Guide to Life. I will be listening every week. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to another amazing, fantastic, beautiful, gorgeous, clean as a whistle episode of Boodoo a Goose. Clean. All right, not clean. This one will be marked explicit. Thank you. Um, uh, please like, share, subscribe, leave ratings, uh, tell your friends. If you have any suggestions, we'll do them. Clearly, we'll do them and we'll give you a shout We've out on the air. We've done three now. Yeah. Hey, your mom did one. Mm-hmm. You got one for your mom. Uh, this one's for Jesse. And then a third person whose name I don't remember. <laughs> but that's fine. Great. Yeah, so, but, but Way we, to keep the fan base, Jacob. We will, if you ask, we will do, starting now, starting now, we will do everyone. We'll call you out by name. Unless you don't want us to, and then we won't. Uh, yeah, also be sure to follow our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Goose, or just search for Boodoo Goose on Facebook. And if you'd like me specifically, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jacob S. Rubin. Um, and I, I don't think Jacob ever plugs himself on here, but um, Jacob is actually a uh, professional game show and trivia host. Oh, that's true. And he has been doing gigs for corporate events mm-hmm. and private events um online over zoom so if you're looking for something to uh entertain your teammates at work or you're looking for something different in these pandemic times um for a party or an 
even an anniversary you did. Um, yeah, I then did that. Yeah, that was weird. Hit him up. You yeah. can you can contact him through Boo to a Goose um, and get his email. Yeah. Or find him at Jacob Rubin uh, Quizmaster. My, yeah, Jacob Rubin Quizmaster. I post a different trivia question every single day on my Facebook page, uh, the Jacob Rubin Quizmaster Facebook page, uh, just for fun, just, you know, no points or anything, just see how much you know. Um, yeah, but if you uh, are a fan of trivia or game shows, um, shoot me an email and let's work something out. I'm down to do your private event. Yeah, just wanted to plug that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I've been Jacob. And I'm Annie. And this has been Boo to a Goose. And remember... Nobody says potato. Boo to a Goose is produced by Will Scoville as a part of the Comedio Network. Thanks to Hannah Wardle for the art and Max Abrams for the theme song, She Couldn't Say Boo to a Goose. Send any questions or comments to boo to a goose podcast at gmail.com. Hey, everybody, my name's Dane. And I'm Jimmy. And our podcast is called Bubbling Questions. We do would you rathers from listeners and a Twitter bot. Along with one-person game shows using ridiculous stuff we find on the internet. Like, what kind of ridiculous are we talking? <laughs> I shall not tell you. Okay. All from our very real hot tub. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very real. Uh, not a gimmick at all. <laughs> find bubbling questions wherever you get podcasts. And I'm Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs>